Paul, I, I had friends over yesterday. Oh, that's I love friends. Sometimes. Yeah. I had friends over yesterday, and uh, he's a very accomplished guy. He's a partner at one of the big accounting firms, like one of the biggest in the world, actually. Mm-hmm. Very successful guy. Had lunch. He went and flopped on the couch, and he's sitting there on his phone. And he's pretty intensely on his phone. Okay. And, you know, usually you have to kind of ask if someone is... If I'm a guest at someone's house, I don't know if I'd like focus in on my phone for 20 minutes straight. Yeah, that's a long time. Like so, that. So, oh, so not just like checking. No, no. He like flopped on the couch just and like, just stared at his phone. Didn't say excuse me for a minute. No, no. Which oh. I don't care, by the I way. Get it, we, I get we it. This is an old friend. Thing. No big deal. Yeah, no, no big, big deal. And I walk over to him like, hey, everything good? Is it is like work stuff crazy? And he turned to me and he said, I love TikTok so much. Oh no! <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> he didn't know. He didn't know. We used to call this going when it was just YouTube. I called this going into the Y hole because <laughs> just time vanishes. And he's like, "It's so good." And you understand? Again, I will repeat. He is a partner at a global accounting firm. Mm-hmm. Probably in his forties is my guess. He's got a family. He's got kids. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful family. And he loves TikTok so much, which leads me to a question for you, Paul. Mm-hmm. If I'm a small business or I'm a freelancer and I've built a good career, do I still need a website? I'm glad you asked. Advisors. All right, so I'm Paul Ford. I'm Rich Ziotti. This is Yachty Ford Advisors. And okay, so do you still, let, let me define, so what, here's, let me, let's talk about what a website used to be. A website used to be like, I need someone to find my business. When they search for a business in Google. The world's a global directory. So when someone says like, New York City dog walker, my mm-hmm. dog walking business needs to come up. Yeah. I need my restaurant to include three uh, out of date PDFs. Roving rovers. Yeah, roving rovers. Perfect. Perfect. You see that? My website needs three out of date PDFs and some flash files. Yeah. Because God knows the last thing anybody wants to know is where is the restaurant yeah. and what does it serve? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think, like, first of all, uh, the, the answer to the short answer is yes, you should always have a website. Okay. The secondary answer is you should actually understand what a website is in 2023 and you should plan accordingly. Oh. So website used to be roving rovers and it'd be rovingrovers.com and I should I should click this button and send them an email or call them, right? Like yeah. that was that's not what websites are for anymore. You could look up an address and a phone number. Google's gonna pretty much step in to the the flow there and just say, I got this. Don't worry about it. See what I, I want, got it. I, exactly. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take you over to maps. I like when you go to maps and like you can't find where the website is. Like it's just like yeah. one link that says website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, or people and and what people do is they're on Instagram or they're on Facebook, and you're supposed to have your business there as well, etc. All of those platforms will tell you you don't need any anything else. You can just build your business here. In fact, there are there are platforms that are really designed for different types of businesses. If you're a design freelancer, there's excellent platforms that showcase your portfolio. Mm-hmm. If you're I mean a, there's places like Upwork that will actually complete the transaction for you. You can get paid through them, right? Yeah, so it's like, yeah. So there's intermediaries, which is, you know, that's part of the free market of the web. 
Um, there's a, a pretty well-known startup called Bento Box that is for restaurants, and it, it takes care. You check the boxes, and you get you know link to Resi and link to DoorDash and et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah. So why am I because bothering? It, because um, it is absolutely in your best interest to have exactly one place on the internet that you fully control. Oh, okay. How about I do? It's called Linktree. Yeah, so this is actually fascinating, right? So if you're in, if you follow anything and you look at YouTube videos of people like, you know, fixing toy cars or playing with synths or selling Hit your my headphones, link tree. here's my, check out my link in bio. So this is a crazy aspect of our, our future that we live in, which is that instead of allowing people to use the rich hypertext capabilities of the web, a link, you let them have one link. But the, see, the problem is if you let people hide links and like do normal link things, yeah in unstructured user-generated context without a lot of moderation, they'll just put in scammy links. They'll go, someone will come in and be like, check out these hot ladies dancing. Yeah. And here's the link to learn yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, what's your credit card again? And yeah. it, it's just, so, so we have this situation where like, you can't allow too much linking and they don't want to, and they it's don't kind of messy. And, and link tree is what is link tree. So when I hit link tree, it's like five links that I control. And so it's like, I'm a YouTuber and I, I promote, uh, I talk about food. I'm I talk about spice. I'm just in the spice. Well, you can go to my, you can go to my homepage. You can go to my um, LinkedIn profile because I have a spice business. You can check out my spice store, and it's like those five or six links. And then Linktree is a really basic product. It's like five links, but it functions as a kind of de facto homepage for you, pointing to all of the other platforms. It's a list of links. It also, if you look at the features matrix on it, it does things that influencers find very useful which uh, include some analytics or um, linking to tools that allow for digital paid downloads and like managing that stuff. So Linktree is a big business. It's it, actually a very big company. It's like a couple billion dollars, right? Yeah, it's a big company. Yeah, so, I don't know what a billion dollars is anymore in startup world. I feel like that's a word that people say and like... Is Linktree can can Linktree go on eBay and sell itself for a billion dollars? Who knows? What's people real like to make the sound "buh" with their lips more yeah. than they because it's less. But look, you know no, that's the thing. Let me I don't wanna... No, no, this is an important point. I think that the reason we we like unicorns is that it actually takes a little more human effort to say "muh," like it's to say "million." Yeah, like, put your lips together. Yeah, it's like it's actually like an extra calorie gets burned. And if you say "billion," you don't even have to say it. You can just say "buh." It's a "buh" company. Yeah. And uh, humans are so lazy and dull-witted that it's easier for them to just say, it's worth a billion dollars. Yeah. So um, Also, it's worth reminding ads. everyone, which we will do every so often on this podcast, unicorns aren't real. They actually don't exist. There are no horses with horns coming out of their heads. No. not. And, and if you saw one, it would be a genetic freak and you'd need to shoot it immediately because clearly it's coming <laughs> for you, right? Like, if I see a horse with a horn, I'm freaking out. Okay, so let me be a business owner. Uh -huh. I have a um, I have a physical therapy storefront in Great. Brooklyn, New York. Okay, and uh, I somebody said, "Where's your website?" And I was like, "Oh gosh, I gotta go get a website." And then, and then I went on GoDaddy, and I feel dirty, and I showered for an hour afterwards. Like, what do I need a website? You do. Don't build. Okay. Don't build anything if you are a, truly a small business owner, right? Like, and what, we should talk about the website we built for our product because that's a whole nother world, right? Yeah. So what is what is the function of a website? Well, when somebody types in the function of a website, I would argue in 2023 is to validate that your business really exists and really has 
really does what it says it does on social media. It's a little bit of control that you're asserting on the internet. It right? is. So when someone types in Rich Ciotti Pencil Store, because you sell pencils in Brooklyn, yeah, and uh, they're bespoke, some of them are fur-covered, it's pretty cool, it's a whole thing. You're in Williamsburg selling your Sustainable pencils. Sustainable wood. Exactly. When somebody types in Rich Ciotti Pencil Store, the about page on Pencils R Us comes up, yeah. and the address is there, and they go, you know what, because I was going to buy 500 pencils for yeah. the christmas party giveaway but let's face it the, the days of like coding up and get, hiring no. an engineer and a designer to make my physical therapy website unless you know why you need to do that unless yeah. you know like that there is a, a return for you on doing that you don't do that you spend 20 dollars a month you use a template and okay. you can change the template a little bit where do I spend this $20 a month? I would frankly just point people to Squarespace. There are others. But it's like, just use a big... There's Wix.com. Yeah, just use a, Squarespace. a big commodity website publisher yeah. thing. And their templates are pretty polished nowadays. Yeah. And you should not spend more than, let's say, $1,500 getting everything together. Right. Take cell phone pictures. You probably need somebody who can use a little Photoshop, tidy things up. Yep. You can find this kind of worked out People source. love Canva too for like cleaning up photos and making social media stuff. And then what does it have? It has links to all your platforms. It's it's maybe you're not an influencer, so you don't have Linktree. This is just like it's your business. Now, you're an HVAC shop in upstate New York. And now it's website. And now it shows up in a healthier and, and make sure that you're filling out all the little forms that they give you for like titles and descriptions and all that stuff. Because if you behave well then all the search engines will find you. And when Google Maps, when somebody clicks and they find you on Google Maps, it, it associates up, the website. And it'll put the picture that you have at the top of the website in Google yeah. Maps and the and the ratings and so on and so forth. And then they can go to people can find your Instagram and they can find your stuff. Now think about this. Is this worth two thousand dollars in because you would get, let's say, a hundred new leads over a couple of years? Mean, that's a no brainer. I mean, unless it's like a real like low like unless you, you really have enough dog walking business and it's only you. Yeah. Maybe you don't need one because you you're might not, not need one. You're never gonna close that two thousand yeah. dollar gap. But if you're the HVAC business, yeah. And if HVAC business fifty mile radius, I can't get the word out any other way. But here's a tricky thing. Yeah, because who's looking at the yellow pages, right? Like right. You're, people are on their phone typing HVAC and like looking at what HVAC happens. HVAC Troy, New York. Exactly. Yeah. Except that uh, this is the this is the twisted thing. If the if there is, if go look at your competition because the HVAC company where you go and it's like a website from 2002 and it just has like the logo and five links and none yeah. of them work. Yeah. That's still actually a pretty reliable HVAC company because you're like, yeah, well, they just don't update their website. Yeah. And like they've been it, around for 20 years. Yeah. And it's just like, it's all yeah. in Times New Roman italic bold, yeah. right? Like that whole thing. Still works. Still fine. The yeah. problem is, it, and so you're like, why well, do I need to update that? Because I still got lots of calls. The problem is if there's an other HVAC company with like a Squarespace site that just looks a little better and they show a picture of like Johnny, Johnny, the HVAC guy. The and, van. And the van. And the van like, pulling up. The reality is you and me, we're calling Johnny. Yeah. Because it's like, ah, he looks fine. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's so right. It, it's it's okay. So get the website. It's worth noting sites like Squarespace, sites like Wix. You can get the domain name right there, and you should be they paying kind of for it. Care you it. should be paying for it like out of the checking account. It should not be a major thing. Exactly. You exactly. know, it should be. It should cost about as much as like I don't know, like get, you know, like any other service for your office, like coffee. Yeah, I I, I I'm wondering how many of our listeners 
I think our audience is interesting. It goes beyond technologists, mm-hmm. and I think this is for them. Well, they it's boring uh, advice, but it's good no, advice. No, but it's because they get asked all the time, "What should I do?" Just tell people to listen to this podcast. Now, let's take one minute and just talk about our case. Okay, so we're a software startup. We're the the, the sponsor, which you know yeah. we're the co-founders. Oh, of it's this worth company. noting we are not. Uh, Squarespace nor Wix are sponsors of any of this. No, no. These are just easy, good tools to use. We are a board.com, right? So we've built this software tool for managing information. Yes. Okay, so we had to build a website at a board.com. Yeah. Okay, so we bought it. We, we've talked about this on previous podcasts. We bought the domain name. It was expensive. Not, expensive. Not like bananas expensive, but it was definitely expensive. And, um, okay, so we buy a board.com and now we have a website. And the website has been through multiple iterations. It has modules. It's built custom in WordPress. And we have spent, again, like not a shocking amount of money if you're in this business, but like, let's say more than 10x what you would pay as the HVAC company. For sure. For sure. Right. And so it has, let me tell you some of the things it has. It has modules that break up the page into individual pieces that I can, and I can sort of edit at the data level. I can go in and it has all these little pieces that I can true up. It has custom- tracking. Tracking, custom art. Yeah. It as people come into it and then sign up for the product, we're able to measure that. We have analytics. Much yeah. Much more bespoke. Working back and uh, a lot of SEO. We really it's and it matters much less that we're on Google Maps. Yeah. Okay. No one cares where we are. What's the difference between these two worlds? Why would we spend all that money and time? Significant amounts, much, much more. Uh, to get a website that's not, it's not much longer, not much bigger than a good HVAC website. Yeah. Um, I think the service that we sell is is truly like our potential customer base is the earth. Yes. Um, whereas the HVAC business in Troy, New York, the customer base is Columbia County or wherever, you know, wherever they are located. The radius of reach there is just much, much, much narrower. We actually only exist on the web. We only, we have no storefront. So we this, have a business address, but it's not like we're hosting people. Uh, we're building the thing. You know, I asked recently in our newsletter, I'm like, hey, uh, yeah, there's a, aspects of the product that people just aren't using very much. So I just went to the newsletter. I was like, tell me why you're not using this. I'm curious. And I got great responses, like yeah, 10, it was great. 10, 10 or 15 people wrote these like long explanations. Yeah, very right? helpful. And uh, what I realized is we have to, be, when you're doing a product like this, and I, I saw this pattern and, and very few people said it explicitly, but essentially like, hey, before I invite other people to collaborate with me on this, I don't know if I trust you yet. Mm. That is what I heard. Interesting. I heard, I don't really trust you yet. You, you're, I, you seem like good guys. I, you know, I, you used to run an agency. Like I, I used yeah. to read your blog back yeah. in the day. Yeah. But let me be clear. I'm giving you my data and I'm not going to bring my good friends in until I really know that I can trust you without the website. If I'm just putting stuff on Instagram. Yeah. If I'm just putting stuff on LinkedIn, whatever, if I don't have this anchor that shows people that this is like thoroughly thought through, exists, yep. here's the terms of, terms of service and the policy, privacy policy. I think that's right. I mean, you know, a lot of times the HVAC will have a, will have a refund policy on the site yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Um, but for us, it's key. Like it pretty much is a, how we introduce you and get you to calm down and trust us. No right? one, no one will believe us yeah. that they should give us their data even with the website yeah. necessarily, but without the website, there's no chance. Yeah, I think we're a completely different yeah. animal. Um, but what we're focused on in building it too is understanding how people come in, what they learn from it, what they look at. Are they interested in this or that or the other? 
And then how does that convert to people maybe eventually giving us money, but today signing up for the product? Yeah, I mean, it's all forms of lead gen, right? Like even the HVAC, some some HVAC site, or like if you're doing, you know, you need a pool put in, they, they see you as a lead. A lot of times that little chat bubble pop up is like, hey, you looking to swim this summer? Like mm-hmm. hit us up and you want to talk to us? Um, and so we're dealing with that on a much more granular level because well, the, the product is there. A big, right there. A big part of our future too is SEO, is writing blog posts and newsletters and saying like... Absolutely. Advertising against them and saying like, hey, if you're curious about this, come on in. That's right. So different structures. I think what gets really confusing when people get asked for website advice is that there are two fundamental realities. There's And, and actually, frankly, what's been what's wild, right, is like they're both basically in the context of larger social media and other platforms. Yeah. So reality one is kind of you are an endpoint when you go out and you promote uh, yourself. Like you need some place to just sort of point to mm-hmm. so that people believe you're real and are willing to pick up the phone and call you. And then you should also do your Instagram and your other stuff. The other part is more, the other, our, our situation is more dynamic, which is like we're going to spend money to promote aspects of this website. We want SEO to catch us. We want, we're going to live inside of this bigger ecosystem. And so we actually need like a big, solid foundation that we, so we can go do all those wacky things you have to do in order to promote and market a business in 2023, 24. Yep. So, okay. So go build, if you don't have a website, have a website. This is what I call meat and potatoes. Personal website. What do you think? I had one for a very long time. I used yep. to write on it, like yep. your your website, yep. F Train. Yep. Uh, I still keep the domain because it's a good domain. Yeah, it's hard to let go of domains. It's hard to let go of domains, and and I use it for my email, the domain. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, to me, when you ask about a personal website, I think about a blog. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, if you are uh, if you are ready to like talk to the world, here's the worst thing. Let me give you anti-advice. I think you're going to want to do it. And then you write three articles and then nothing happens for four months. Don't bother. Don't feel the pressure. It's a sense of perpetual failure. If you're really going to go out there and say your piece, you've picked a cause or you're an advocate for something or you're a consultant or a therapist or uh, you know, a mindfulness expert or something and you're going to constantly talk to the world, it's a great thing to do. There yeah. are other there are platforms for that too. Uh, that'll just stand. No, up but even it. here, I would argue, it's, I, I at agree. that point, you're a business. You should have your. You should, you should own your it. own space. I agree with that. And WordPress is a great solve. Yeah, stuff like exactly. That. I would say anything where like your expression is also your resume, right? Like it's good. Yes. yes. It just if has, you've crossed that line, if you think you're going to do it but you're not sure, be sure you're going to do it because you're going to put all this work in, and then you're going to feel like you're failing. You it know, sucks. Who, you know who solves this is the academics. Like academics know they have to keep their CV updated, like, right? And so a lot of the, a lot of the, like academic websites are essentially digital CVs. Like here's my curriculum vitae, here's yeah. my my papers, and so on. Yeah, that's the model to follow. Here's my publishing. Here's everything yeah. I do. If you have any questions about me, go here first, right? And then you can reach out. So yeah. I think like. That's the model. But yeah, own your own voice. Keep your own site. At, at some point, I definitely want to make the, like, take my old website and just kind of list all my writing. I started using our product aboard for that. I think it's good for it. It is. Um, 
And yeah, so that's a great way to evolve your site. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's, you know, cause that the days of me being a 20 something blogger are over, but like yeah. here, here I am and I've done a bunch of stuff and it's nice to, nice to have a place to look at. Yeah. All right, there we go. We solved it. We solved websites for everybody. We, we mentioned aboard.com a few times. Check out aboard. It's a really great way to collect, organize, and collaborate on things you collect on the web or ideas you put down. Check it out, aboard.com. It's almost like this is the Aboard podcast. It's a crazy world. Uh, maybe we should do that. We'll have to talk about that. All right. Ziadi Ford on Twitter and uh, to, or X or whatever the hell it's called this week. Um, hello, it's Ziadi Ford. We're glad to hear from you. We love you. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.